0: Welcome back everybody. You're listening to the EFT Healing Center Online Radio Network. Tap into your fullest potential. Starring the founder of the EFT Healing Center, Annabelle Fisher. I'm your co-host Scott Patton. Hey Annabelle, how you doing today?
1: Hello, Scott. Well, it's great to hear your voice, and um, I'm feeling good for that, but I have to say I'm a little shaky at the moment. Oh,
0: dear. What's, uh, what's happening?
1: Uh, well, I've just got back from the dentist, and uh, tapping as I speak to you, uh, I've had a problem with one of my back teeth uh, for a little while now. Oh,
0: no.
1: Yes, I found out that it has to be extracted next week. Ouch. I think yes.
0: I think, after fear of speaking and fear of death isn 't like fear of dentists like right up there?
1: I think it is pretty high up there, yes, uh, there's lots of clients that i 've worked with around dentistry concerns and a lot of children as well, children clients, but yeah, I think it's pretty much up there as one of the top uh, top uh, fears and uh peeves that people have
0: hmm. uh, yeah it's. Uh... It's definitely up there with mine, I mean, because I just remember as a kid, all these vibrating things going on in my teeth, and uh, just not not a lot of fun, and uh, it never seemed like the dentists actually really enjoyed what they're doing either <laughs>
1: Well, I would hope they didn't if they're extracting and, and causing pain for their patients. Uh, but my dentist uh, was really phenomenal. She was talking me through everything. It wasn't, um, it wasn't shocking news because I had a, a sense that that would be happening. And we talked about uh, the long-term uh, what would be needed long term. But what was interesting to observe, Scott, was um, when I was lying on the couch or that kind of bed thing that's in the dentist, um, she she said, yes, we're going to have to go for the extraction and I actually had quite a strong body reaction to that. Uh, and it was rem- I, I realized uh, very, very quickly wh- while I was still in the dentist uh, that it was reminiscent of how I would probably have responded as a child. Mm. And I thought, well, that's unsurprising because the last time I had an extraction was when I was a child. I certainly haven't had any as an adult. I've had my wisdom teeth out. That happened Oh, goodness, a good 12 years ago. But I had general anesthetic, so I wasn't aware of that. But I, I, was thinking, I, I responded by um, making two fists, and I put them up in front of my face huh? almost protect myself. And uh, and then I said to her, oh, um, I haven't had any teeth out since I was a child. And that's when I realized, ah, that's why I'm responding in that way, because I'm going back to the child that I would have been. I, I had a lot of teeth out as a child because uh, I had a lot of overcrowding. So it was an interesting uh, observation to make of myself. So uh, when I as i said the news wasn't shocking because i had we we had discussed it some months ago that it would be a it was a probability rather than a possibility but it still didn't feel good for me it seems very intrusive and uh, it seems quite drastic too but i understand it's necessary so as i drove home i just gently tapped uh, on myself. And I know, Scott, you always say in our podcast, please don't tap and drive. And, <laughs> and I've I, I... I uh, what's the word? I, went, I did a cardinal sin and I did tap as I was driving and um, <clears throat> excuse me I just tapped on the agitation that had come up and the uncertainty and uh, the concern as well, the concern of the future expenses, the concerns about uh, the, the, the condition of my teeth um, and the con- concerns I have about the, uh, the dentistry that I'll need in the future and it made me think, oh this is quite time because I'm going to be speaking to Scott later, and as you mentioned, it is a, a, one of the top five fears. Uh, so I think it's w- definitely worth our discussing today in our podcast.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, as you were talking, and you, you, you'd mentioned you, your child, and, and it's funny. It's funny what happens, right? Because I flash back to a time when I was a teenager. And it wasn't my tooth, but one of the, we were. Staying at a cabin with some really good friends of the family, and they had a son who was around six, seven, eight, and around there where they're starting to lose the baby teeth and get the new teeth. And he had this loose tooth, and he would be fiddling and fiddling and fiddling. And he showed his dad, and his dad said, "Well, just let me take a look." Hmm. Okay. And he says, "Yeah." He says, "Got to get it out. Can you pull it out?" And his dad is going, "No, I don't think so." And he sort of the kid walked around. And he kind of come back and he said, "Could you really, dad?" And he said, "Well, open up and look." And he looked, and he said, "No, I don't think so." And it goes away. And he comes back a third time. He says, "Would you, would you, dad?" And, he, and his dad then shows he had the tooth in his hand all the time, right? He pulled it out the first time, but he didn't tell his son. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and he says, "I actually, Kent, I pulled it out like a little while ago. Here it is. And the kid was like, oh, good. He didn't even notice, right? <laughs> <laughs> and they were having a lot of fun. But uh, I think most of the time our experiences with our teeth are, are anything but fun. And it brings up a lot of stuff.
1: Yes, and also a lot of anxieties um, are held around teeth and the dentist because of stories too. Uh, so, like, you, you remember that um, and actually it was quite amusing and, and the little child was fine and, and relieved and all the rest of it. But sometimes uh, pe- there are uh, nasty stories, horror stories, and uh, people remember that when they're, they're then going to the dentist and sitting in the dentist's chair. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So, for example, oh, my friend experienced this or my brother said this happened when he was at the dentist and all that kind of thing. So, they're thinking about this and Uh, kind of um, absorbing the other person's experience and making it their own, which isn't actually happening because it's probably a completely different dentist, a completely different town, and uh, you are not that person. Uh, But it's very easy to project onto ourselves something that's happened to somebody else. Uh, So there's definitely bad or negative dental stories out there uh, that create anxiety. Uh, And then, of course... um, I think a lot about dentists that create fear are the noises. And the brightness. I just remember when I was a mm. child, my dentist's uh, room, the office seemed to be so brightly lit. And of course it did because uh, the lady had to get in and see my mouth. And uh, the noises as well. I mean, I can still recall uh, drills and various machinery noises from my childhood even now. Uh, so th- this, again, is, uh, there's a lot of agitation around that. So noises and uh, what people remember seeing. And, of course, what they smell, mm. uh, because there's certain smells with all the uh, mouthwashes and cleaning fluids and all the rest of it uh, there that are very strong and particularly unpleasant. And so all in all, it's not a, a pleasant scenario to even think of going there.
0: Yeah, and you and I was thinking, too, there, there are even things that are associated with the dentist that um, aren't – aren't when you go to the dentist. Like, for example, as you were talking, I was thinking of my grandparents, and one of them had false teeth. So he would put his teeth into a glass of water at night, right? So what am I thinking as a little kid is I'm thinking when I get to that age, I'm going to have no teeth, Mm. right? So so I'm now even more stressed because even though – uh, I'm thinking, you know, the dentist is there to keep my teeth clean and good and everything else. I'm thinking, you go to the dentist and he pulls them all out and he gives you these fake teeth you got to wear all the time. And, of course, they're always complaining about chewing and not fitting and all the rest of this stuff too, right? So um, there's this, all this emotional stuff that comes up that's, Probably not even related today, because you know this is you know fifty years ago <laughs> or or thirty years ago that my grandparents had no teeth right, and of course the dentistry and everything else has changed so dramatically since then i'm I'm pretty sure that uh, they don 't have such a thing as false teeth anymore, they have implants and they have all this other stuff but um, In my mind, I'm thinking, you know, I'm getting to the age of my grandparents when I was a kid, and this is this, and that's that, and oh my goodness, if I go to the dentist, he's going to say, yeah, all got to come out, here's a brand new set of teeth, just stick them in your mouth, and I'm like, oh God, no, don't do that.
1: So even though now, Scott, you're an adult and you know logically that that's not going to happen, there still could be some subconscious uh, thought process going on there uh, relating that uh, to dentists um, that creates some level of anxiety for you.
0: Absolutely. I'd say no doubt on that one.
1: Mm-hmm. Because thinking of matrix reimprinting, which you and I discussed uh, during the last podcast, uh, that that younger Scott, that echo, uh, still believes that currently that uh, inevitably his teeth will be pulled out and he'll have these fake teeth. So it's it's honouring that uh, that small child within as well. That that uh, it, you're okay, you're safe. That was Granddad. It's not going to happen to me. Yes. Uh, so there's, um, there's a lot that we've discussed already uh, that I want to make clear can be tapped on because what we're talking about here isn't anecdotal. We're, well, I guess it is anecdotal, but we're actually uh, making really important points. Uh, I want to jog uh, your, mem- uh, your memory and your thoughts and ideas. Uh, what is it that scares you about the dentist? What is it that feels unpleasant for you when you think of going to the dentist? So for example, Scott you mentioned a memory from your childhood and also I've talked about smells uh, what it looked like and uh, the noises all of these can be tapped on with EFT because we we get uh, again to what I call the nitty-gritty it's okay to tap saying something like even though I'm afraid of the dentist or even though I'm afraid of going to the dentist the anxiety may come down slightly but we've really that's the tabletop we've really got to identify what the table legs are that scares us so much so it probably is the smells the sounds of the drills and all the rest of it Uh, a dentist that i was using that i'm not anymore one of the reasons i stopped using it was because it was so loud Mm. not simply with the drills but they had uh, the radio on so loud um and i noticed that that's quite common here i don't know if in in the uk it happens now It certainly didn't exist when I still lived there but if I uh, on a rare occasion I go to the doctor or indeed the dentist uh, um, there's always the radio blaring out and I think that that may be um, comforting for some people so they might think oh it's it's quite uh, it's like being at home or something like that it's a a sound that I recognize and music is emotive and all the rest of it so perhaps it's more of a reassuring background noise but for me that really jangles my nervous system I don't like rock music i don't want to listen to it when i'm feeling on edge anyway strap kind of laying prostrate on a chair with my mouth fixed open mm-hmm. so things like that um, i i don't enjoy about the dentist and i like about my new dentist because there is the radio but it's much quieter so even something like that observe noises uh, that that feel uncomfortable for you and tap on that. So even though the noise of the the radio station uh, really jars me, or even even down to even though I don't like the music that they play at my dentist, Mm -hmm. something like that, just to straighten out the energy system and to ease the nervous system as well because... Having an extraction or whatever's going on, a filling, whatever, is stressful enough without all these extraneous noises going on and and extra stimuli. So all these things are certainly tappable with EFT. Certainly, of course, any past memories. So, for example, one of the clearest memories I have, uh, which I've actually done some matrix re-imprinting on... um, was when I was a child, I think I was having an extraction and I had to be given, um, an injection to, um, I I don't think it was a general, it can't have been a general anesthetic because I was in the dentist's office, but they were trying to find a vein in my arm to give me an injection Wow. Um, and they couldn't find the vein. So I was crying and I was in a lot of pain. They must have found the vein and it knocked me out because I remember the next thing I remember, I was walking back into the waiting room with a nurse and my mum was there waiting for me and I was crying my eyes out. Well, a day later, um, uh, a bruise appeared on my arm, the like of which you've never seen. It was black. It just stretched uh, down my whole arm as Mm -hmm. a result of that injection. So something like that is tappable as well. To to tap on the uh, the distress that was caused back then and also, thinking of the future, the fear that that kind of thing might happen again if somebody needs to have an injection. Um, A lot of uh, the children that I've worked with around dentist uh, uh, fears have been um, on the pain of the injection going into the gum to numb Mm. that or freeze that area. So lots of tapping on that. Uh, the sensation of the needle going in, or even the um, the sight of the dentist approaching with the needle because they 're quite chunky those needles, uh, so yeah. even the visual of that uh, if that was a memory or if that 's something that somebody 's afraid of happening, it might have never have happened to them in the past, but they 're thinking that they know they're going to have to have a filling or something, um, and they know that they'll need an injection. Uh, So tapping on the fear, the anxiety of the dentist approaching with the needle or the fear of the pain of the injection, the needle going in to numb the gum, uh, all of this is tappable. One of the little girls I worked on was terrified of, um, I don't know if it's called a drill, but it certainly makes a drill-like noise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, that, that goes in the tooth to obviously create the space for the uh, the filling. And we did very specific work on the drill. So again, even though she was a, a child, it wasn't, we didn't go global. Uh, we started off global. We crept up on the problem generally uh, to acknowledge her fear of the dentist uh, um, per se but then we got very specific and through me asking questions i found out what her biggest fear was and it was not 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 interestingly the sound but the sight of the drill and it was a particular color and the way it looked was very frightening to her Hmm. so we tapped on that
0: yeah it's funny as you were talking particularly when you're talking about like the needles going in and stuff because it wasn't a dentist thing it was uh when i was in university i gave uh it wasn't all of my blood, but we would do we'd give some of this we give blood they would take something out of the blood and then put the blood back okay but it was uh, they would have a needle and I have to sit there for half an hour or an hour with this needle and the blood coming out and then going back in but there was one time when I went where she she took the needle and she's looking at the vein and she's like, I'm a pin cushion. She's just boom, 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 trying to get it in. And it's not going in and causing blood to come out the right way. Right. And then she caught herself and stopped and she looked at me realizing like what she was doing. Right. Like it's a human being. I have feelings. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and I go, oh, I guess that might kind of hurt. I go like, yeah, she put another needle on and put it in once. It was fine. So there was something wrong with that particular needle. And, but you just reminded me, you know, we all have these experiences of dentists and doctors and needles, and most of the time, they're not especially pleasant. And I think you're right, like, you know, uh, tapping on all those things would probably release an awful lot of stress just when we think about some of these things.
1: Yes, I've worked uh, in the past with a number of clients who have had uh, to have injections of some kind um, or drips inserted, uh, various... various things around needles being inserted. And it's not been uncommon that their phobia was created because the nurse was unable to get a vein and was, like you say, kind of poking and prodding around for so long um, that it it created a lot of distress for the client. Uh, So that definitely is something... Uh, that can be tapped on. And uh, I've done that with great success with clients. Not, re- I have to say, particularly related to dentist work, but it could be anything. So all those kinds of fears um, and phobias, sights and sounds. And then, of course, there's, uh, there is the anxiety uh, around pain. Not, not just the pain of the injection, but post, uh, post-dentist work. So will I be in pain? What will it feel like? Or maybe somebody is in pain or currently before they go to the dentist Um, and simply acknowledging what's coming up, what the pain feels like. Uh, So it could be a burning sensation or a throbbing or a deep aching, really getting specific with the texture of the pain. Where is it in the mouth? Um, so is it the top or the bottom jaw whereabouts in the jaw? Um, is there a color? So for people that are very visual, perhaps that tooth pain, uh, has a color to it and describe that. Uh, and also is the pain moving around? So is it uh, sedentary or is it kind of throbbing and moving, say for example, up and down the left side of the jaw? These are great ways to really uh, isolate the pain and get very specific. And the purpose of doing this, Scott, is because then we've got some kind of nuts and bolts to work with so that after we've tapped, we can check in to see if any of those things are different. So inevitably, the pain uh, will, will usually have changed texture. It goes from, say, a dull ache to a, a smaller, lighter ache. Uh, the color will probably have changed. Um, and perhaps if it's moving around, it will stop moving. And there's no right or wrong here, it's just whatever comes up for the individual. But getting very specific with the pain uh, is crucial to effective EFT. Because of course, pain is only the symptom that's showing up, Uh, but if somebody is in immediate pain and it's really, really there throbbing away, it's unlikely that there's any reversal going on. So acknowledging the pain and tapping on the symptoms will work very nicely in that case. any pain uh, that w- was experienced or is being experienced, fear of pain in the future uh, can easily be tapped on.
0: Wow. And, you know, as you were talking, I was thinking, you know, what about the dentists and the dental assistants, the dental hygienists, the the uh, nurses even, you know, in terms of the doctors? They must be going through a lot of stress too to, you know, to be poking people and cutting and drilling and I mean they they definitely be feeling the uh, the fear and the energy from uh, the person in the chair and I was just thinking you know uh, we should do a course for dentists and dental hygienists to get them kind of uh, over all of their stuff that comes up as they're doing this because it occurred to me that dentists are uh, one of the professions that has the highest suicide rates. Really? Yeah, because, of course, it's one of the few professions where you're actually torturing somebody, although, you know, we're hoping to help them. But the fact of the matter is, is we're sticking needles in them and we're ripping apart their teeth and sticking stuff in their teeth, and they're in pain and agony, and they come back three days later, and their mouths are huge and all the rest of it, too. So you would expect that a normal human being would be feeling really bad about what they were doing.
1: Uh, well, maybe bad, but i mean they they are they are serving, and also they're helping somebody uh, somebody's health improve, so perhaps that's the the angle that they come from uh, i mean to coin the cliche, no pain, no gain, so okay. that perhaps uh, through the work they're doing they're creating better health uh, and more uh, more uh, kind of a sense of ease for the person because they're no longer in pain and so forth. But yes, I think you're absolutely right. There would be some level of distress observing another's distress mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. So definitely uh, tapping uh, f- um, for the, the uh, if the dentist uh, learned EFT, certainly they could tap on any uh, charge they may have about whatever's coming up for sure.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, it's just funny how it all goes around. You have two people, and both, I think both parties, the dentist and the patient, have a lot of stress going on because of what's about to happen.
1: Yes, that's right. And it's all anticipation much of the time. I mean, even when I sat in the waiting room this morning, I was anticipating uh, personally bad news. I I knew it wouldn't be good news. Otherwise, I wouldn't be there. So there was that uh, level of agitation and anxiety certainly around that. And of course, uh, for me, part of the agitation was financial because I knew it would be the process that I may well require will be very expensive. Um, so unless somebody has really good medical cover, they may be paying for this um, themselves out of their own pocket. So once again, EFT can come in for that particular aspect. Uh, please don't ignore anything that comes up around the dentist's visit, because it's all uh, very uh, very relevant and very tappable. And, and something that came up for me, Scott, when uh, you were saying about dentists and nurses and what they observe, I was working with a client recently um, who had to have a general anesthetic and it wasn't anything related to her teeth, but it's, it's not an um, unrelated incident. Uh, she had gone into a lot of fear Um, when she was waiting for the anesthetic uh, around what the anesthetic meant and uh, what for her it was a general feeling of a loss of control because she said I I realized I wouldn't know what was happening to my body during that period of time when I was out Um, and that's the case as well with um, with certain dental procedures and things like wisdom teeth being removed uh, often Often people are put under general anaesthetic for that. So, again, EFT can be used on that, the loss of control, um, a- any fears that come up for, um, about the severity of the anaesthesia uh, or anaesthetic on the body and how the body may respond to that. Um, again, can be addressed. Any, any fears around waking up and what that might be like?
0: Yeah. All those things.
1: Yes. So the purpose of this podcast is, is to identify all the different aspects that may arise as a result um, of visiting the dentist for whatever reason. And uh, how it's really important to be very specific on all of those, on each of those. Uh, so the, the general tapping is great, but then we need to be very specific and tap. Uh, deliberately on the aspect that is troubling us the most. Hmm.
0: Cool. Well, I think <coughs> th- this is absolutely fascinating, and uh, it would be great to get into it in a little more detail. Unfortunately, we've run out of time for today, but if somebody was, um, let's, let's be specific and say, you know, going to see the dentist a little bit concerned, and they wanted to maybe uh, do some tapping and, and contact you maybe for some advice, uh, Annabelle, what should they do?
1: They can visit my website, com, and I'll be happy to offer you a 30-minute uh, consultation over the phone, and we can discuss your dental anxieties.
0: <laughs> Good one. Great. Well, you've been listening to the EFT Healing Center online Radio Network. I was just sorry. I just had visions of a dentist and uh, the drill coming at my face as I was closing off. So I'm definitely going to have to do some tapping on this. (laughs) 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 But uh, this is where you come when you want to tap into your fullest potential. Thanks for sharing all this great information, Annabelle. I know it's been very valuable to me and I'm sure uh, for all of our listeners as well. And we'll see you next time, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Bye-bye.